that we won't talk about. <laughs> now that's a good preamble. Hey, got me. <laughs> Welcome to Making the Dough Show. I am John Cohn. I'm Nate C. Murray. And uh, we're coming at you post-Gen Con. Yes. Uh, one, of, one of us post-Gen Con, the other post-hanging out at his house. Yeah. Well, it, Who did better? You might be able to tell by the sounds of our voices, one, one of us is very tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how'd Gen Con go, John? Honestly, could not have gone better. That's awesome. Uh, I, had, I had a blast. Good uh, for you. Last year, I'll, I'll set the stage, because last year Please. at Gen Con, it was a soul-crushing, really, really mm-hmm. depressing experience. I did a bunch of pitches, uh, and I got rejected on all of them. Sure. And uh, pretty much was, yeah, it was just a really depressing uh, week. Sure. This year, now that I have some games out or games right. coming out, um, I have a little bit of a reputation now, I guess, uh, a little little bit of notoriety, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've, I've, instead of been having meetings that are either development meetings, like with Erica, that uh, we're doing our, our Cthulhu, Cthulhu game, game. Game. sure, sure. So how, we, how, how was that? How did the mechanics seem? It was really fun. She's got a lot of really cool ideas. Okay. Um, right now, it wasn't 100% playable. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's just numbers. Like all the mechanisms are in place and sure. looking at it, you know, kind of from a bird's eye perspective, it all looks like it's going to work. Okay. Uh, it's just a matter of balancing. There's a lot of elements in the game because it is a cooperative experience. Mm-hmm. Um, balance is really important. Right. Um, so for that, you know, I wasn't actually able to get to play it, but She's got some really neat ideas, like, for instance, because um, you're flying a plane, and right. you're going to yep. be landing, and you're going to be taking off. Yes. So to be able to figure out if you're flying or not, there's an actual altimeter. Oh, uh, lovely. That's Good. on your cool. character board. And so when cool. you want to go up, you, like, basically throttle up. Oh, and cool. the little the little pin moves up on the thing, and it was super cool. Oh, very cool. Uh, or for, like, your plane's fuel. You know, you can have a pin, and mm. you've got an actual fuel gauge. Okay. And it's running out. Um, or when you're taking damage, it's not just damage of the plane. You're marking off different areas of the plane. So it's like your wing has been damaged. Okay, cool. Now you may have trouble turning. Very cool. Uh, so, yeah, it was she, she had all the pieces in place. Okay. It seems like it's going to be a really fun game. And we okay. kind of talked about world building as well. Sure. Um, we really want Erica to be involved in Good. the world building and, and kind of getting her vision of a, a female-centric Cthulhu universe. Sure. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really great meeting. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm happy to let her run with that. That's cool. Absolutely. Um, so from a, this is an interesting thing to consider as a publisher, when do you step in and start doing dev notes? Is this... Or would we be at that time or do we let her run longer before we put hours into making this? I think we wait. I think we wait. I had some suggestions just looking at it from, you know, my own experiences. Um, She's got a board that is very potentially modular. And so we kind of had some ideas uh, together on how to really kind of punch that up a little bit and make it really cool. Always a fan of um, Especially like since that. it's a small box game. Yeah, yeah. And so you're assembling the board with these modular pieces. Cool. Uh, it just creates a whole nother level if we make those modular pieces actually modular instead Great. of just assembling a, a predetermined board out of pieces. Okay. Uh, stuff like that. Okay. Um, so but we'll yeah, let her run. Yeah, so, okay. I think once she delivers us a playable game mm-hmm. that we can sit down and, and kind of do a full experience of, then it'll be time to do some dev and, and come back with some notes. Uh, but yeah, she's she's plugging away and yeah. right now I don't think we have anything to be concerned about. Perfect. No red flags or anything. Okay. And then on your business end, you had some exciting meetings. I did. I had an, a number of meetings and this was the coolest part was that I didn't set these meetings. Yeah, Other that's, people that's reached nice. out to me to Very do cool. stuff, which is, has not happened before. Mm-hmm. So one of them is for a um, bigger company that has a, a nice license that they're going to be making a, a dungeon crawler type game based off of a nostalgic TV series. Perfect. Yeah. That's, that's not breaking any NDAs. Right. Um, and I, it's down you, you between... Don't, you don't have to about what you just said? Well, there it is. 
Huh? What? <laughs> John controls the editing. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's let's rewind it a little bit. <laughs> you can beep that if you like. It's a TV series uh, that was nostalgia based. Uh, this yeah. game will be nostalgia based, and it started out with seven potential designers. It's down to three, and I am one of them. So. Uh, that was really exciting. I had to put a pitch together over the weekend. And then I've got a couple of other games. We talked about uh, another company that mm-hmm. came to me and asked me to dev a game that already released, but didn't um, didn't really play the way they'd expected it to. Mm-hmm. So they kind of want to go back and they like their concept. They like the idea. They like the skeleton I, yeah. of the game, but yeah. they really want to create something new. So I'm going to be doing some dev with that. The licensed one I am... Very excited, and I had right. I came to you asking how long is too long of a pitch document. Sure, um, and it turned out that the answer was too long. Um, I, it was four four pages, and I cut it down to three. Right, and I didn't. Well, I didn't read what you'd written, so you might have had a very concise four pager, but. My no, he's he's shaking his head, which is great, great for a podcast. Um, so when you're pitching a a license, a major license, and in this case, this is a I I would put this in an A tier license, um, they have a bunch of people who are over there, and now if they were gamers, they would make the game themselves, right? Right, instead, they went, We can't make a game, but we have a property, so let's go get a game guy. So the more you put in there. And, and like drill them down into and then the player on their turn does this and that their their eyes start to gloss over uh, and, and it's a it's you want to just sell the vision that you mm-hmm. you want to sell them that you understand the property yeah that you have a concrete idea and then you this is a cheat but I believe in it but you kind of want to leave it almost open enough to where it could where, where it could be what they want. I've I've been on the phone with many licensors closing deals, and you want to yes and them right. You you, you improv them so you'll explain your pitch and mm-hmm. they read it and they go oh could we have this like, absolutely. So you don't want to give them a ten page doc that feels so closed off that they don't get to put in their notes right. Sure. And so that's my thing and and I you know I meant to uh, do this but I I two page pitch always. And I'll show you my structure, and if you like it, you can use it. But I have a, a pretty, like, I start with a flavor paragraph, because mm-hmm. maybe that's all as far as I go. It's the journalism rule, inverted pyramid. Start with your biggest thing and see how long they stick in. So I start with my flavor. I go into my mechanics. Then I go into my player count uh, and components. And then I call it a day. Okay, interesting. That's it. All right, well, maybe we'll take a look after after we're done recording and... and uh... Yeah, I can show you my license graveyard. I have pitched every major license, every, and made so many games and so many graveyarded. It's oh, very boy. sad. Yeah. That's the business, though. You know, you, you swing and you swing and you swing, and, and that's, that's it. Swing away, as a passable movie once said in an unsatisfying conclusion. Okay. I don't. I don't know what movie. You didn't that one flew I didn't, away. I didn't, no. I didn't uh, uh, Signs. M Night Shyamalan. Oh, I hate that movie. Yeah, it's very bad. I hate that. It was movie. a very bad movie. I'm sorry. You aliens. You chose to invade a planet where you're allergic to something that covers three quarters of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. And and if I remember correctly, they're also doing this naked, and just starting with a random farm. Yeah. That's their big plan. Success. They they built up the technology to travel galaxies or universes or Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted me and tell me why I fucked up this explanation, but they, yeah they built it up and then they come to one farm to harass three people yeah and then yeah they're allergic to water yeah yeah that was a terrible payoff I will say there's a deleted scene in the movie Mel Gibson I believe and mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix yeah have tension and it is never explained. And there's a deleted scene where they're sitting on the stairs covering their tension. And boy, emotionally powerful. Wish it was in the movie because it would have made that tension relationship better. And huh. I don't, you know, the, the plot is always almost secondary to the characters, uh, to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, shitty movie. And uh, started his run. Well, no, didn't start because uh, the one before Village was bad too. Village was also bad. Yeah. I, I mean, 10 minutes in. It's like, oh, this takes place. This is modern day. day. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 
Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Do more. Yeah. Yeah. The trailer in was where I was like, yeah, they're really in the modern day. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, brutal. Um, but hey, welcome to the Shyamalan verse. Really? Uh, we'll, we'll be frame by frame dissecting it. Uh, Split was okay. I like Split. That actor is beastly good. Like McAvoy? I, yeah. Yeah. Man, if he's in more stuff, I, I got to watch it. Well, he's um, playing adult Bill Denbro in It Chapter 2. Okay. I'm very excited for. Cool. Yeah. I'm into that. All right. It's a good cast. Okay, cool. Good enough. Good enough. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Perfect. And, uh, and, oh, what's his name? Bill Hader. Yeah, I saw that. That was a good mm-hmm. casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. All right. Cool. Yeah, I dig that. Um, yeah, so I, I also got to play a couple of games okay. at Gen what, Con. What'd you play? The, the game that I played that I honestly had the, the most fun, and I ended up buying it, uh, was Isaac Shalev's game with Jelly Bean Studios is called Show and Tie. Okay, so this got a bunch of buzz, and I saw a lot of posts, and Isaac, uh, good friend, um, was tweeting some fun things. And I think I understand it without knowing the rules. So let me see. And this is the mark of a good game. Yeah. I believe you are given a word on a card mm-hmm. and you are taking multicolor, different colors, plastic pieces and assembling said word to have people guess it. Yeah. That's it. Boom, baby. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's there, a good game. It is a good game. It's because first of all, it's as exactly as simple as you just said. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of other things, you know, each card has three different words. So you choose one. Okay. Um, and you can also choose from several different decks. And this part I actually think is really cool. You have a generic deck that's just like everyday stuff. But cool. then you have a deck that's like science fiction and fantasy. And you have a deck that's like world locations. And you put that card, the, the bottom of the card, on the tile when you show it to someone. So no, someone knows the context for the picture that you're doing. Cool. So for instance, okay. I got TIE Fighter on, one, on my sci-fi fantasy one. Oh, cool. And I, so I put the sci-fi fantasy card on the board and uh-huh. turn it around. Everyone looks and goes... Immediately, I know what that is. That's a Tie Fighter. Ah, cool. So it was, yeah, it, it kind of lets. Was you there enough black in the box? I never saw color. So I, I only saw like reds and greens. Yeah. So everybody gets these tiles that are double sided. So one side is one color, the other side is a different color, and okay. they're they're kind of random. Like one cool. side's red, the other side's green on one. One's yellow and blue. It's just mm-hmm. it's just different kind of combinations. But um, yeah, it's nice to be able to have a second tone when you need right definitely something in the drawing. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's going to be a good game for my casual Friday group. Cool. Uh, I, I honestly can't wait to play it again. Uh, did, okay. So interestingly, did you happen to see Pantone? Oh, yes, I did. I did. The uh, it, Scott Rogers. Yes, Scott Rogers, who yeah. Riggins and Rocket Ships, worked a lot with Scott. Yeah. Uh, is it the same game? More or less. I think that Show and Tile is better, honestly. Okay. Um, yeah. Pantone was <laughs> so all the same shape, right? It's, it, Pantone is all cards that are just different colors, mm-hmm. and your same thing. You're kind of trying to build a picture, but mm-hmm. it felt a lot less structured okay. to me when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, Show and Tile is so simple. Like you gave me all the rules, literally having just seen the box. Yeah, and that's and that's fantastic. Mark Pantone a, is also mark of a target game, right? Like, Pantone which is, is great. also that's very simple. But uh, there's something unwieldy about, for, and this may be just like a personal gripe, there's something unwieldy about you having to do it on the desk itself and not having a little tile that's got your scoring on there and it's mm-hmm. got every, it's got sure. everything there. It just feels like it's very well thought out. Um, not that Pantone isn't well thought out, but it just, it just, it's, it feels like it's more of a hobby box where it's like, here's a bunch of stuff in a box, like make your own fun. Yeah. Whereas show and tile felt like, Here's a very simple game that everyone can jump in and just have a good time immediately. Yeah. That was, that was okay. kind of the feeling I got between the two. Okay. Cool. Yeah, both seem to be hits, but, uh, um, you know, and, and I root for both guys. I, I you know, work with sure. them both. I went to a really great party. <laughs> okay. What'd that you was go to? the IDW Ninja Turtles party. Oh, the pizza party. The pizza party was a blast. Okay. We to, first of all, this bar, bar pizza place, yeah. $3 beers. <laughs> Love it. $3 draft beers. Delaney got a $4 gin and tonic. And she was like, no, this is good. Like, it's a good drink. Oh, wow. Um, So that alone made the party great. Um, But yeah, we had had free pizza. Uh, We got to play... Uh, Munchkin TMNT and right. Pete Walsh. Your design. Yep. Pete Walsh was there. Um, Daniel. All, and Daniel all the way. Well, Daniel's from Florida. Pete's mm. all coming all the way from Australia. Australia, yeah. Pete was. Pete gave me shit for not going out to Gen Con. Pete, uh, to give history on Pete and Daniel, they kind of spearheaded and led the Facebook group for the TMNT 
board game uh, when we originally kickstarted it, mm-hmm. and then now they are co-designing um, the new, the updated uh, TMNT game, which will include really sweet new minis. That I'm sorry if you have the old game. I blame everything on me. And then also the new minis are so flippin' sweet that they you're are. not going to be able to resist them. Uh, yeah, no, Slash so, looks great. Uh, Old Hob yeah. looks great. The How new that Mikey? Mikey sculpt where he's on the skateboard with yeah. the nunchucks uh-huh. flailing. It's real cool. And also the tiles in the game. The new board tiles are fantastic. Yeah, I did not realize how much shit I was going to get about the tiles in the first game because they're super functional, but not the most amazing right. thing. Every question at the Comic-Con panel for TMNT was about those tiles. Jesus Christ, people. Really? Tile? You and played scale. Descent. You and grew scale. up on Descent. Yeah. It's all dark, muddled blue. You play Chaos in the Old World. <laughs> it's all dark, muddled. That I mean, come on. F- fuck all of you. <laughs> Don't cut that. Leave that. In. <laughs> all right, Those all right. tiles work, uh, but yeah, the Pete. No, Pete has been sending me the tiles, and they, the new ones are beautiful. Yeah, but I, I cannot believe. I understand the scale issues with the minis. I'll, sure. I'll wear that all day, and that's that's a story I can never tell. Unfortunately, there's reasons that all went down, but I will wear that. But the tiles, really? <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, same fight I've had over the Machi Koro box for five years. So you know, come at me, bros. But uh, yeah, but Pete and Daniel, they were really, uh, they were excited to were be there. Were they on there. Cloud 9? They were on Cloud 9, yeah. absolutely. Everybody wanted to play. It was the most popular game that they were demoing at the booth. That's great. And it was the most popular game that they were demoing at the pizza party. It That's was great. an absolute, I mean, truly, they had big grins on their faces from <laughs> Wednesday night until Sunday I evening. Love, I love I that. It That's was beautiful. Yeah. And it's really cool to have these guys such fans such yeah. big fans just come out and crush it like they did oh, that's cool yeah. yeah 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 it was it was a great oh, time i'm so happy for them as someone who's jaded and, and chose not to attend gen con uh i you know and it was funny because people were tweeting jen can't and uh daniel uh game designer uh last name escaping me not daniel who was out out there right. with you but uh he's like what, what's another thing because I'm, I'm not jen can't i'm just jen like not going and i was like jen nah jen I'm good. Well, Jen, I, Jen won't. Uh, well, there was one guy at the con who was so busy, who had so many meetings that I'm thinking of renaming it SenCon. Because boy, he gets around. He is everywhere. Yeah. Not only did he have Sen brought. First of all, Sen came in from from Canada and right. brought Canadian candies that he handed out yeah. to every single person that he knew. Yeah, yeah. I've, he's given. I've been to GenCon with Sen when Godfather released, and he gave me lovely candy. Yeah. He takes requests beforehand. Yeah. yeah, so he had a lot of these Canadian Kit Kats. Um, yeah. He had these maple candies he was giving out. It was just like, it was just a really nice thing to do. Um, but yeah. he was also taking, because we were trying to do some pun pong stuff, and sure. I wasn't able to, to pin him down until like midday Sunday. Wow. It, it just amazing. because he was nonstop. I mean, yeah. he had meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, uh, yeah. which is great. I mean, that's, that's fantastic for him. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's really killing it right now. Yeah, and I I think Sen has that personality type where he prefers uh, structured. If he's spending time on something, he prefers it be structured. And so a business meeting is structured engagement with people he he knows. So it's a way for him to catch up with friends, but also it has kind of a purpose. And I think that's his personality type. I know a few designers like that, like. You know, I'll, I'll be like, hey, let me take you out to dinner and buy you some beers, and they're like, perfect, I'll grab my prototypes. And like, no, we we could just hang out. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll hang out and we'll look at my prototypes. <laughs> like, if, if that's like, I, no, no harm no foul. It's fine to me. I I can do either way. But right. I, I I switch on and off more than some people, and I think Sen is not a switch off guy. I think you know, I think when he's downtime at home, I think he goes and turntables it up and does stuff. He's a very active. Uh, person, you know, which is great. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's you know? it's clearly paying off. Yeah, he's he's, he's a wonderful. He's I can't a say tremendous success. Yeah, he's a and a teacher, and so this is like all kind of uh, sweetener for him. Like he doesn't need to be doing this. He just does it. He's just a German dude, um, and he's taken some time a couple of times to. We, you know, we were talking before this. I'm in kind of a bad mood, and there was a couple of times where I was in a worse mood than I am now. And Sen actually was the one who sensed it and uh, sensed it. <laughs> yeah. But he reached out to me privately and kind of uh, counseled me. I think twice out of pretty dark states. So, uh, big appreciation to to that guy. Uh, he's he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and 
Pun Pong is still on Kickstarter. Boom. We got some new backers. 10 days. Well, when we're nine, recording this, we nine, got 10, nine, 10 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, just, we just hit another stretch goal, $500. Kill on it's it. 12,000% funded. Yes, yes. I invented the Eeyore meme that I hope got us... Uh, so I've invented a new meme trend. I'm a meme lord now. That's what I did while John was out hustling for the company. I invented memes for our company. Uh, so I am combining Eeyore with... Uh, do you understand the reference that I was saying? I told you the comedian. Yeah, so it's it. Yeah, it's Eeyore with Stephen Wright one-liners. Yeah. And uh, they, they work pretty goddamn well. So uh, it's do. chocolate and peanut butter. They do. They yeah, do. It's, so, it's pretty good. So uh, our Facebook... Uh, the Bread and Circuses Facebook, at least, will be full of that and... And I sent you a lead today about exploring other social media places and maybe getting it on early because of yeah. Facebook's algorithms throttling. Um, you know, when we, it's harder and harder to build an audience on Facebook, and then even once you've built it, your posts are only getting seen by five to ten percent of your audience, mm-hmm. and so it's not a way anymore for businesses to truly succeed. So we have to start looking at other options. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, you know, I just don't really want to give Facebook my business anymore. I have sold my stock and I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And, and that was through no altruistic means. It was just because I was ready to sell it and I did well. And that's that's I'll, I'll take it and book it. Yeah. Now that's... I'm messing with that square life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 oh man. Okay. So this was a sad thing that I discovered at Gen Con. Mm. So I, here in San Diego, Yingling beer does not exist. Correct. It only exists on like East Coast yeah. areas. And like it's only in like 13 states. I actually looked it up because my mom, we were in Savannah and my mom got turned on a ling, Yingling mm-hmm. and she, was, she wouldn't shut up about it. And she's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll, I'll find where we can get Yingling. And it's like 13 states. Yeah, it's very difficult to find unless I'm at one of these cons. And so it's right. kind of like my con beer. Nice. Well, I'm there at the con, I'm at the pizza party. Yeah, yeah. Someone leans over and goes, oh, hey. I'm surprised to see you drinking a yingling. I was like, why is that? He goes, oh, because that company donates like half of its proceeds to Trump. (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry, what? They were like, oh, yeah. They were huge on his campaign and they still donate money to him. And it's like, oh, well, this is my last yingling, I guess. Oh, that's tough. Well, it was pretty sad. It was a sad moment. I had... uh, I, I, had, I had a fallen soldier that, for... for that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's brutal. But I think uh, we all... I think we're all finally in agreement now that he's on his way down because he tweeted at LeBron. And you don't tweet at the king. I mean... <laughs> To a degree, you're not you're not wrong. Yeah, uh, that was a crazy fucking tweet. That was like just so bizarre and like just like so catering to a base. Uh, and by catering to a base, I mean racists. Yeah. Because that tweet was racist as hell. Straight up. And LeBron has just opened a public school while uh, Trump has settled a lawsuit for a for for a, for a for profit university that did nothing for anyone. Right. And then installed Betsy DeVos, who. Uh, uh, fucking repealed the rules on for-profit universities that were almost going down the toilet, and then they're back, baby, because right. of her. So, right. uh, uh, and, and then, let's also not forget, he puts children in cages. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I was just going one for one on stuff, but um, yeah, I, there's no, there's you know, no comparison but, of anything LeBron has done to putting children in cages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Uh, but I, mean, I guess he can box out some of his opponents yeah. on the court. Uh, 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 wow! I don't wow. know sports. Is yeah, that a thing? That was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Uh, <laughs> I and but the, here's where we differ. Your boy still gonna drink Yingling. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's I still. Okay. I still. My. I, I. Like. I get it. I get it. When you guys want to boycott stuff you love, but you're on. You're on this circle, and you're spinning around, and I don't want to have to go to my favorite sushi joint and say, "Hey, can you send the chef out? I need to ask him about some immigration rules before I decide if I like this fish." That's true. I'm gonna eat the goddamn fish. That's true. I'm up at Chick Fil A. The I only see. problem I have with Chick Fil A. Y'all are closed on Sundays. That's a problem. I will say, I do still eat Chick-fil-A. So there you go, man. Drinking Yangling uh, with these Chick-fil-A. Uh, live, I don't know. Live your life. Support your causes. Do all those things. But but the radical... We're all in this new boat. And I've experienced it personally. And definitely uh, I, the companies I work with. But of like, I'm not going to read that anymore because X or Y works there or promotes this. And it's like... 
if you want to cut off your nose, like you can't smell the flowers, baby. That's fair. You know, if it's the way I, I draw a line because it's and Delaney gives me some shit on this because it's pretty arbitrary where I draw. Yeah, lines. yeah, yeah. You know, like hey, I still pump gas. I still have an iPhone, right? Like right. that's all done with yep. horrible, horrible labor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here, here's where I draw the line: is I'm, I'm going to go eat a Chick Fil A because there's no other <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich anywhere that's even close to as good. Right. It, there's just there's no competitor and those waffle fries those waffle oh, fries are delicious man they train their staff so well right you ever and met a nicer person than a chick-fil-a employee hey uh, announcing our new sponsor of the show no 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 uh i'll still eat there but i will not sponsor um but for beer i mean there's a thousand beers that i'm gonna really that's true yeah it's sitting there i just i'm looking at the taps and it's sitting right between fat tire and stella and i'm like look i'm fine with either of those choices totally it's really not a big deal to, to cut out something that yeah. I, I already was like, it's fine. It's just, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not that big a deal. No, I, I, and I agree. I think that's the point is like, if it's just this small thing, then just whatever. But like the fans that are like, I'm not reading GI Joe anymore. Cause of this and that, it's right. like, but you love, you love it. And like, or like, you know, as we've talked about multiple times, the, the star Wars fans that are the, the now very anti because of political things yeah. who dodged solo, which was their movie. <laughs> and now I'm annoyed because Solo's probably not going to get the fucking sequel that it definitely cliffhangered. Oh, did it? I haven't seen it. Uh, okay, so it's Solo's a, a white dude uh, being awesome, and the main villain is a is a, a chick who's who's uh, evil, and, and it's like uh, all these guys who are abandoning because of issues with politicalness in Star Wars, which uh, they missed the one made for them, <laughs> and me, I'm just like. And so it was passably okay. Like yeah, I'm not saying it's an amazing movie, but I do want to. I want to see part two because okay. they set up part two, and we're not going to get it. Mm. <laughs> so I'll see it eventually. Uh, mostly it's just that Delaney went and saw it in the theaters with her family, uh-huh. and then I was like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to see it by myself. I'm right. going to go and try. Everyone else had already seen it, so it's like, eh, I'll wait. Yeah, yeah. No reason to rush to it, but yeah. I I saw it because Saturday midday had nothing to do. Yeah, I think we did. It, it was a, on like Father's Day or Mother's Day or something. Yeah. Delaney's family went and saw Solo. My family went and saw Ocean's Eight. Should have seen Solo. Mm, yeah. Hey, Ocean's else? Eight was a bad movie. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about it on yeah, the pod. So it's yeah. a bad movie. Uh, yeah. What happens if your movie has no conflict? Yeah. Um, you you had some other stuff you wanted to announce. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So speaking of bad ideas, you should walk away from. Mm. <laughs> I don't take my own medicine. Uh, John, I was in an Uber on the way to Comic Con. Okay. And uh, I am I'm uh, an antisocial Uber guy, so I get in and I try to make it very obvious I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Um, and Amanda's not, and that's my uh, my my girlfriend of ten years, and so she'll talk. She'll get him talking, or uh, she she to the point where one crazy ass Uber driver. I, I was texting Amanda while she was talking to her, but we were going to a friend's house to pre-party and then going to a comedy show. And I was texting her, I'm like, you need to stop talking to this woman. She's going to invite herself to the comedy show. Uh-oh. And at the end of the ride, she was like, and where was that show again? Okay, you guys will probably see me there. And I was oh. like, I told you. And then I was like, if she does come, I'm, I'm her, all her tequila is on me and I'm making it weirder and it's all your fault. That's how I, I like to dig in. Like I, I, I call it digging up. That's a, a like you once you dig up and double down. I I am very dig up double down. That is <laughs> that is me. I I, I don't back down. Uh, and so I yeah, was like, how, how long have you been putting that one radio uh, jukebox song? About five hundred days now, <laughs> which is like three hundred dollars worth of jukebox plays. Yeah. And by the way, we snuck into that bar the other night. And I put it on at night, and the bartender still auto skipped it. So uh, oh that's a that's a tale. Of, that's another tale. Anyway, uh, so I'm in the Uber. I'm going to Comic Con. Right. Guy starts talking. He goes, "Oh, you gonna have fun at Comic Con?" I say, "No." He goes, "Why are you going?" I say, "I work there." He goes, "Oh, what do you do?" And there's one word answer. Just trying to just please God, don't talk to me. It's right. 9 a.m. I'm going into the madness. Uh, publishing. What do you publish? Board games and comic books. Oh, I have an idea. Uh, and here we go, John. I am meeting with this guy for us to talk about two words, dog Olympics. <laughs> Wait, I've saved this to tell John so that we could record this moment. John dog Olympics. Feel free. I'll, t- I'll now accept questions from the crowd. Okay. Well, first and foremost, 
We're talking about are we talking about a board game dog no. Olympics? You're talking about actual dog Olympics. Mm-hmm. Like real like the puppy bowl? Yes, sir. With <laughs> So so you're thinking what, like sprinting hurdles? So okay. fetching. I'm glad you asked. So I my immediate thing. So I went for some reason, something in here latched onto me and my my brand I'm good at creating brand plans and creating marketing things. So I was trying to say, well, why is this not just why is this better than a dog agility course? Because I've already seen that. And he said, Oh no, no, no. It's you know, elements of that, but you also have different tricks and commands they have to know and different you know, so you're adding on to agility with showing intelligence. So it's dog decathlon okay. instead of just dog agility. Okay. And I said, okay, now I'm interested. Tell me more. How are you building this plan? And he didn't really know. And so I end up in the Uber building the brand plan for him and telling him how this all could be put together, including pitching a TV show. And I'm like, well, we got to call Caesar Milan, right? Like, duh, we need a host. And so by the end of it, he's like, man, I could really use your help. And for, I gave him my card and I go, here's my card. Follow up. I go. I give my card to 100 people at com- a convention. Zero follow up. So I expect you not to. And I did this all like as I mean, so many young artists and writers. I give my card to. And I say follow up. I'll help. None of them ever. Two have ever followed up. Kyle, my old assistant. Yeah. And then this this guy, Dog Olympics. So John, we might be making the Dog Olympics. Can we call it the Olympets? <laughs> Well, yes, that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bread, bread and circuses and Olympics. There we bread, go. What well, bread and circuses, man? That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, again, our name comes from the ancient Roman tradition of distracting people during terrible political times while you were robbing them. Yeah. You needed to make sure they had bread and were, had enough to eat and were entertained. Yeah. Nothing more entertaining than seeing a dog do feats of agility and intelligence yes. at once. Would would you not want to see this? You know what I'd really like to see? You know those dog videos where they're riding a skateboard and yeah. they're like actually pushing off. Yeah, and yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. Fren- Frenchies seem, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah like bulldogs. the bulldogs. Yeah, they're all about skateboarding. I'd love to see a skateboarding event for mm. dogs. We can see. We can branch this out. There yeah. you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see. See. Yeah. There you go. So sometimes there are bad ideas that are. So this is the difference. Like sometimes there are. Bad. It, it's like right idea, right time. Some I was talking to someone about this. I think maybe it was you even, but like it's you don't know. Oh no, it was uh, it was Kevin Wilson it, uh, because I, I we were going back and forth on games we were working on, and he's working on a Euro asymmetrical playing, amazing like deep game, and I'm working on a stupid trivia game, <laughs> and and so he he asked what I'm working on. I told him, and I'm just like, yeah, it's crappy, but I'm staying in my niche, and he said. There's no clue what's going to hit. There's no chasing trends. There's, there's make what you, you're an audience of one, make what you like. And then if it pops, it pops, who cares? So, uh, that, that's one designers who's had a very successful career. That's his opinion. But I think Doc Olympics is one of those things where it's like, I could see that popping. I mean, I don't watch the Super Bowl. I watch the puppy bowl. Yeah. There you go. Right. There you go. I mean, it's, I feel like it's a household name to puppy bowl has people. become an absolute household name and agility courses we've all seen right. but it's always the same thing it's you know and, and the westminster is <laughs> very stuffy you know olympics if with the olympics you could make yeah. it like a really big right. deal yeah. Oh, yeah yeah and we could franchise i mean we could essentially use the american ninja warrior template mm-hmm. of different cities qualifiers and then so the houston qualifiers and then you know uh, and then the Pittsburgh and this and that, and then they all meet in Vegas for the main Olympics. And, and so there's, there's a very obvious path to success here. Sure. And, and so with the world needing content like it does, uh, we might be in the dog Olympic business. So, um, I will hopefully have paperwork with this guy soon. Oh my God. Uh, uh here's a question. Uh, Yes. Are you going to be the guy going to all the cities around the country hosting these events? John, I just turned down Gen Con. You think I'm going to get off my couch and go host the Dog Olympics? Actually, well, I would 100% rather do that than, than go to Gen Con. I don't, did, I don't know if we mentioned, well, as, as visited the last episode where it was a choice between walking in front of a bus or Gen Con. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no I, I love dogs. I am, I am wonderful with dogs. Dogs, everyone who's like, my dog won't like you. I'm like, uh-huh, we'll see. And their dog is like in my lap. I'm sure. I'm killer with dogs. I love Luna, dog Luna. And I get along, yeah. but she's a psychopath. Yeah. And, 
I think I get along with her as well as anybody. We played we played toy chase and all that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what you're gonna get. Luna but is uh, not gonna be a part of the dog Olympics. She, she will not. Yeah, she but a special dog. Olympics. Oh, the, and this is see, no, this is a great idea. I heard someone pitch this. This is not my my idea. Okay, but the Olympics, what they need is an average human doing every event first. So that they can show the greatness yeah. of these people. Oh, yeah. You, you, you're you like, we're all watching the, the I mean, the 100-year dash is like the most exciting thing in the world, right? right? And we're all watching and we're watching beautiful, amazing, just gorgeous specimens of humanity run so fast. Yeah. But get Bob off the couch to run a 18-second so that we know that a 9-second is just Unbeatable, like right. you, so you, you got, need that. You got one guy in first position, yeah. You got second guy in second position, and then you got Bob in juxtaposition, <laughs> and that's and there you go. Yeah, that's exactly it. So so similar. So Luna could come out and just like <laughs> just be you terrible. know just just go play with her toy and ignore the course and shit on something, and right. and then uh, then we could have like a one of those snooty Boston Terriers tear it up. Yeah, like yeah. yeah this is this is how a poorly behaved dog behaves. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna have this other dog to tear it up. Yeah. Ah, did you catch that? <laughs> oh, I'm setting him up today. Wow. <laughs> impressive. So, how many? So how little sleep? I'm impressive. So tired. I can't turn it off. Yeah. No. That's that's great. So. Well, oh boy. Uh, all right. So I think we've hit on some major business points. You're pitching so. licenses. You probably bleeped off my only pun of the show. Well, uh, yeah, because it, it broke my NDA. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to lose out on this job before I've even got nah, it. I, and I think you'll get the job. I, I, if I'm betting, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you will. So that'd, be, um, that'd be a cool one. The only... I'll, t- I'll tell you off air why I think the only way you might not, but... Um, so that'll, that would be cool. Um, so we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about, you know, politely pursuing the right opportunities. And then I ram Rambo ambushed you with a terrible idea. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those ideas. It's like, it's like Sharknado terrible, right? Where it's just like, that so might just be crazy enough to work. That's what I'm saying. I, I think it is. And especially if I get the right host and I have the Hollywood connections to do that. That was a douchey sentence. Oh, Jesus Christ. I keep a running thing on my Facebook of the douchiest sentence I've said. Sure. Uh, past winners have included, I'll meet you at the bar. I'll meet you at that bacon spot after I finish this podcast interview. Perfect. Or uh, I'm in a church watching John C. Riley's bluegrass band. Uh, and that one uh, that I've got the Hollywood Connections might update the uh, the douchiest sentence can, award. Can I pitch a host that's not pet themed at all, but I think would be the perfect host for this? Mario Lopez. I, I would, but I can't have him steal my girl. <laughs> we, we met Mario Lopez in an airport, and I had to see if Amanda was pregnant. That man is so pretty. He smiled at us, and I was just like, look away, look away. I feel like, because you know, you're going to have to I am to in no prepared. way controlling of my partner. If she could leave me for Mario, it'd be fine. He could jo- we could all live together. It'd be great. I feel like you got to have a host who's ready for everything to go wrong. Instantly, like in uh, that moment. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Mario Lopez is the guy who's like, "Oh, that dog's pooping in the middle of the course." He would, and, he, then, and then could just like with his riff, smile, right? Just, he could just yeah. bring it up. With those dimples. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those dimples in person. Oh boy, those are so, those are some goddamn dimples. The only other person I would say. And I don't think he's the right person, but I think he could riff the same way would be Craig Ferguson. But I don't think he's right. Oh, I don't think yeah. he's right for I don't this. Think he'd want it. No, I don't, I don't think, think he's right he... for this. But yeah, I think what, I think he would bring in a cervic like this is awful yeah. to it. So if I wanted to do a depending on what network picked it up, then right. then, then if you needed he... someone to kind of make fun of the dog. Exactly. If we were doing in some American Ninja Warrior, if we were doing wipeout. Right. Right? Right. We would do we would do so maybe for we we save all the footage of the dogs who are terrible, and then Craig comes and does that episode. You Perfect. know, you do one episode a, a season yeah. of the bloopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I, then I you mean, get hate mail from people who are like, "I can't believe you showed those dogs in a bad light." I mean, I feel like at that point you just have to get Bob Saget. Uh, he did, he did all the dog voices for America's Funniest yeah. Videos. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw him on Hot Ones doing more of it. It was great. Oh really? To, oh yeah. Is he, he on the latest hot ones? Not the latest, but recent. 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 Okay, he needs to do. He needs to have a comeback with uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. That was that was pretty great when he. he uh, they got those. they got uh, what's his name now? They got a great host. Oh, He's really? killer. Yeah, God, I haven't I, seen it since it was Tom Bergeron. 
Yeah, oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, oh, he's still. Burge World's great. Is he still on? Burge is the best. Jesus, he's been love the Burge forever. Yeah, I think oh, he's boy. still doing. It. I don't know. I haven't seen the goddamn show. I don't know if they have the show, broadcast TV. John, I'm 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 older than you, but I'm not that old that I watch broadcast TV. Well, welcome to America's Funniest Home Podcast. That's <laughs> right. All right. Well, yeah. do, you have, do you have a thing? Do you have a thing? I this do. Week? I do. I do. So we already talked about not being sports fans. Yeah. Um, and I am a huge, this is, I'm not like being snooty about it. I just don't really, I, I try not to get sucked in. And that's the thing. Cause it's just, it's one more thing that your time goes to. And so when you're a football fan, like all your Sundays go to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a huge fighting fan. Uh, we talked about this. I was texting you on Saturday when Demetrius Johnson fought. Sure. Uh, and I was, and the reason the tie in for that was that, uh, Demetrius is a huge Dragon Ball Z oh, fan. So that's, that's Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse, yeah. Okay. He's a huge Dragon Ball Z guy. You, your Dragon Ball Z game is about to yeah. come out. And I was saying, hey, we got a marketing. We got to send this guy a case. Uh, unfortunately, he lost uh, the fight. We'll still send him a case. He's still my champ. He'll get a rematch. It's fine. But I love fighting uh, because it's simple in that, like, my two guys on, on Saturday night, they both lost. Uh, Cody Garbrandt and Demetrius, they both lost. But... It's not like sports where it's like, yeah, but the refs, if they hadn't made this or that, and you're not like in the bar wearing a, and all of you sport guys that like make fun of cosplayers, when you're wearing Roethlisberger's jersey, you're not Ben Roethlisberger, you're cosplaying. Uh, so, um, it, but I don't like yelling like, oh, our city's better. Like, I don't like any of that. It just, it turns me off to the whole thing. I don't like loud sports bars. So, so I stopped watching the footballs. So I stopped this and that. That said, what's going to bring me back in? Last Chance You on Netflix. What is that? Last Chance You is about, uh, it's a junior college, and it accepts kids who um, did very poorly in high school and didn't have D1, Division One. all the schools you actually see on TV, Alabama, Florida. Uh, they didn't have grades good enough to go to a Division One school. Okay. Um, or kids from Division One schools who kicked out or failed out or quit because they were the second string and wanted to be first string. So they come to this place, and essentially the show is... I'm, I'm early in, but I'm assuming it's last chance for you because it's like if you fail out of this junior college, you're never going to go to Division One schools, which means you're probably never going to go to the NFL, which is your dream. So these are incredible athletes who have had bad upbringings or, or just not di- different disadvantages. And holy shit, I care about these kids so goddamn much. It's insane. Oh. Um, and they have this woman who's amazing. And she comes in, and so they have the team, and they show you, and they tell you a little bit. So you get introduced to the team, and you're loving these kids already because they're hilarious. And then this woman comes in the room before school starts, and she's like, okay, how many – and she just – right off the bat, everybody sit down. Okay, tell me this. How many unexcused absences do you get? And they're like, huh? And she's like, four. You get four. If you get five, you're out of that class. That's enough. That's not okay. And she goes – if you have a C, if you get all C's, what grade point average do you get? And now uh, this is how these kids don't know school. One guy goes, C? And she goes, I need numbers. And it's like 2.0. She's like, does that make you division one eligible? And the class is like, no. She goes, okay. So for every C, you need an A. So when I tell you this is your A class, I mean this is your A class. And so she's, they get her on camera. She says, I'm not an academic advisor. I'm an eligibility advisor, like in reality. Like she's like, I'm not preparing them for school. Like yeah. these kids, like school, they need, by the skin of their teeth, they're going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. But she's preparing them for D1, which hopefully prepares them for the NFL. So she's preparing for them for life. But, and then on the first day of school, she has their schedules. She's walking around finding them. Where are you? Where's your pencil? Uh, it's in my pocket. Let me see it. It's not in my pocket. <laughs> you know? And so she's making sure. And she's looking in the classroom. She's like, are you sitting together? No. You need to break up. Sit in the front row. She's amazing. She's stellar. But it makes you care so much. And then they show the football. And so I'm not... There's been several seasons now. So I'm watching a 2015 season. I think there's three seasons on Netflix. But the names now, I'm going to finish the season. And then Google all of them and hope that some are in good places yeah and i'm so invested and it, it and if some of these kids are in the nfl i'm i'm a fan of that team like already ollie if ollie's in the nfl i'm watching ollie play like that that's it so that that was my thing so i just got so into it and I, i'm like I, i'm loving it it's, i want people to succeed that's my main thing and uh-huh. so this is one of this is like nate just bait you know I, nate bait nate bait uh but that but dirty yeah <laughs> all right but that, that's my weakness is like someone get, achieving their dream like that'll always get me a little misty and like oh look at look at him go sure so sure. and this is boiled down perfect dream 
you know, chasing. So mm -hmm. I, I love it. Um, so can't say enough. I, I'm not done yet and I can't wait to look these guys up and I really hope to see good things. Cause if I look them up and it's not good and the follow up episode, I'm gonna tell you guys, don't watch it. It's really sad. <laughs> So we're going to hope for the best. All right. All right. All well, right, you, well I'm going to also do a follow-up because last week I said that people should start watching Castle Rock. Uh, the show has taken a big twist this week. And now um, you have to watch Castle oh, Rock. Oh, I thought he was going to say stop. No, now we're done. Got, no, no, no. It took a turn that was like, it was like such a Stephen King turn mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, this is amazing. All right. So I'm going to make an admission. I think I may have admitted this to you already. I can't remember if I did. So this is something that I, I, I'm going to have to explain. I'm going to have to explain why, because there's sure, a good reason sure. why. Up until this week, I had never seen Shawshank Redemption. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and here's why. I went, I'm, I was, used to be and still am fairly pretentious. I went to a film school. I, I yeah, studied yeah, yeah. film. Sure, sure. You know, I, I'm a big fan of great films. I also love terrible films. But I'm you also do. a big yeah. fan of great films. Right. Um, and there was a time in college where I still hadn't seen Shawshank. And I know it's a masterpiece. And everyone has said, it's a masterpiece. And I was like, you know what? I think I'd like to have a masterpiece in my back pocket. You know, there's so many things That's and nice. I get so bored sometimes and it's like, God, everything is garbage on TV. All these sure. movies I'm watching yeah. are garbage. Yep. And I always wanted to feel like I had something that was like on the horizon that was just You're, around You were the Desmond waiting to read that book. Exactly. From yes. Lost. Yes. Exactly like that. Where yeah. it's just like, I always want to have that masterpiece ready and waiting yeah, yeah. for me when I want to grab it. Uh -huh. Well, Castle Rock kind of forced my hand because the entire show basically takes place in Shawshank Prison. Um, and it's lots of references that I wasn't understanding. Mm. So I was like, all right, I guess I got to watch Shawshank Redemption. Spoiler alert. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> it's very, very good. It's so good. It was fantastic. It's so good. Holy cow, what a great movie. Yeah. Now I'm deep down a Stephen King hole. Yeah. I'm listening to Misery on audiobook. I'd never read it. I've seen the movie. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm, reading, never read that. I'm reading that one right now. Um, just just also downloading just Pet Cemetery because okay. I've never read that okay. one either. I've seen cool. the movie. Uh, so yeah, just get, get on castle rock okay this episode i think it's episode four or five that just happened they're Doubling moving the plot down. along they're moving the plot along so quickly yeah. Yeah, yeah. and this character that you're just you you're watching him and you're going what the heck is going to happen with this dude yeah. and his story already kind of like hit its big arc and it's like damn we're hitting it fast nice. it's a really crunchy yeah. mystery show very cool. So yeah, I'm just doubling down on on Castle cool. Rock. Well, Watch Castle can, Rock. All right, now you can go back and Last Man on Earth will be funnier to you now that you've watched Shawshank. Oh yeah, okay. I'm, I I'm, I know I must have missed some references that I'm not getting. It. Did you watch Last Man on Earth? There's huge it? amounts of Shawshank Redemption in that movie. Well, I didn't. Know. In that in that TV well, show, I didn't know because I'd never seen Shawshank. So you were you were Tandy. Oh, when God. he says, when he keeps I truly was, it truly was a Shawshank Redemption. I do remember that the girl, that January Jones says her favorite movie is right. Shawshank, and he goes around telling her that it is his favorite also. Yeah. But uh, it had no context. But then she starts like sexy, like role playing with her man. Yeah, I didn't Sha get it. Oh, that was, Sha that was Shawshank. There's so many things. She was red, I think. Well, and there's so many lines no, in no, the no, movie. She was, she was talking to her. Right? Okay. Yeah. There's so many lines in the movie that I had yeah. never realized. Yeah. So, like, I, I always hear people yeah. like, I, I can pro, I've been known to procure items from time to time. And I was like, well, that's a fun statement. <laughs> oh no, that's Shawshank. I'll see or you like, in hell before I'll see you in Reno. Or, or, uh, uh get busy living or get busy dying. And yeah. I was like, Oh, these are lines from this movie. Yeah, institutionalized. Yep. Institu oh, these also, walls. First you hate them, then you get used to them, then you grow to need them. I had no idea Clancy Brown was in this movie. I don't know who that is. What? I don't know who that is. Okay, Clancy Brown. First of all, he's been the voice of Lex Luthor like forever uh, in animation. He's also the voice of Mr. Krabs on uh, I don't know SpongeBob. Who that is. Doubling down on um, not knowing things. Oh, Jesus, you'd know him. You know him if you saw him. He's been in a bunch okay. of things. Super tall guy, super hard jawline. Is he the warden? Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 Not the warden. He's the he's, he's the, the the guy he's who the sadistic guard. Is he is he the guy who bitches about getting ten thousand dollars from his wife? Yes. yes. What a great scene. Um, he also we just we just played Delaney and I just played Detroit Become Human and he's in that too. Um, but after I told because Delaney didn't know mm -hmm. who he was either and I was like oh he's Mr. Krabs and that kind of ruined 
parts of the game for her because she's like, all I can hear is Mr. Krabs now. Hilarious. And it's like a really serious game. Yeah, that's Instead, fine. it's like, damn it, Connor, my child is dead. And I can't stand having me Krabby Patty stolen. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm a, ruining this. I'm uh, ruining this for you. I don't, I don't know that video game either. You don't have a Detroit either. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. You don't have a PlayStation, do you? I don't. I'm going to no, get one. I'm going to get one. I'm going to treat myself. It's a good one. It's a good one. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll treat myself to a PlayStation. Treat I have yourself. the Xbox One. Yeah. I'm playing that Sea of Thieves. Yeah, well, that looks killed, good. Killed a, killed a mega shark the other day. It was pretty dead. Oh, boy. No, well, Detroit, no, 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 and then no. um, in September, they got Spider-Man coming out. Spider-Man Arkham Knight looks dope. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It is. A, I watched that trailer 10,000 times at Comic-Con because it was in in my eye line. And, right. And, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the combat, to the combat say they, they might've borrowed some things from a certain Batman series. The combat is Arkham Knight and the, the traversal is Arkham Knight. The swinging, Ooh, well, no, no, actually no. You, you could it's sunset say, overdrive. you could say that Arkham Knight stole a swinging from, from I mean, the original really. Spider-Man. I mean, the, the swinging in Batman is just zipping up to things. He's whereas... doing the exact thing where he was hitting off lampposts. He was, right. I watched John, I watched but, the trailer but 10, Spider-Man has times. the yeah, well, I've been watching also a lot of videos too. Uh, he does. He has the full arcs of swings, and and the big thing that people are fans of for that is it's based off of uh, they're they're doing a thing that they did in Spider-Man Two, the video game way back when, mm-hmm. which is that when he sends out his webs, they actually touch things. They hit things, and they physics grapples onto something, and then you yeah. do like your full swing. Um, but yeah, there also is the company that made Sunset Overdrive, and so that also no, that a lot of that method of traversal. It's a game where you're like grinding on uh, uh, like telephone poles okay, cool, and like running cool. along building walls and stuff like that. And so they they pulled a lot of that too. It's the okay. same company. All right. Yeah. All right. So that we just went way too into Spider-Man right there. Yeah. At the end. We've gone way too into like several things. Neither of us have any concentration today. We, I've had a, such a week. And you, this must be why we here in Indianapolis. So many listeners. Killing it. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's about all we got. Oh, hey, hey, yep. hey. We have a website. Oh, yeah. yeah. We do. We got a website up. Bread, Bread and Circuses. Dot rocks. Yeah. Dot rocks. Because we rock. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> all right. Uh, so it's up. It's uh, it's working. doesn't have much. I think I'm going to start trying to post things directly onto the website. Maybe start building yeah, some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go over there. I think we should. Blog posts. Yeah. yeah. I'll Whatever. post that cat alcoholic story. Great. People Why not? Be, yeah. Who cares? It's a useless thing. It's content. I'll pitch you a game about alcoholic cats in space next week. Sure. Okay. Sure. But just remember, they're colorblind. They can't see amber. Oh, that was your big note. That was the one note yeah, I had. That was your big note. Can't see yeah, the color yeah, amber. Which was kind of a big deal, unfortunately. <laughs> I left it in. <laughs> no I, I considered that. Future cats. Future cats yes. can see amber. That's part of the, that's part of the experiment. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, don't, don't shop at Mattress Firm. Uh, back at Man of Palmer on Patreon. Great. That's it. That's it.